What's everybody? What's up, everybody? It's Lamont Jones of Better Duck Studios. I'm here with Captain Jeff. And continuing on our Jaws series that's going to lead up to the big Jaws podcasting event on the 4th of July, we're going to hit you up with another mini podcast. Uh, we did one, dropped one a couple days ago, which was the characters of Jaws. And we explored Quint, Brody, and Hooper, their personalities and stuff like that. It's a pretty good listen. Go find it on Libsyn or Apple iTunes or whatever podcast aggregator you use. But we're no longer using Anchor. Anchor. Right, we're gone. So a lot of guys have asked, hey, are you still uploading to Anchor? We are not uploading to Anchor as of now. So just hit one of the other services. So what's going on, Jeff? Well, I mean, um, pretty fired up about the 4th of July event. I've had a lot of people on Facebook reach out to me and getting pretty fired up about it. Norm actually wants to get together and watch it and do the syndicated thing at the Tarpon River Brewery, which I thought was a good idea. And considering, I don't know, I got nothing to do on the 4th of July except uh, watch Jaws. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, nice. It's air conditioned in there, nice and cold. So, All right, they get the perfect room. They got a giant screen, and it'd be a good place to do the Jaws thing. So maybe, uh, yeah, maybe we'll do that. We'll talk to Julian. All right, a little backstory here. You guys have known Captain Jeff for a few years. He's a you know really good fishing guy down here and a fishing expert. But few of you know that he grew up in the boat building industry. His father was a um, pioneer in building sport fish and towers and really um made a name for himself down here in south florida in what the early 80s yeah early 80s um he actually built a 53 foot boat for himself to uh you know go out marlin fish with and um the boat came out really nice and all the dudes in the scene were really into the boat so uh he ended up selling that boat and then started to build another one for himself. And um, he actually did that for about 45 years. Um, or maybe, yeah, about 45 years where um, I don't think ever really ended up finishing a boat for himself because by the time he'd get them done, <laughs> some rich dude wanted to buy them. But uh, always a cutting edge, always fishing. Um, he did do some speed boats for a while, you know, like the Miami Vice days. Uh, everybody was into speed. He actually built the fastest um, monohull ever for the time broke records of over 110 miles an hour so yeah we definitely were into the boat thing so i gotta ask you straight up um what do you think about the orca quince boat oh that was dude that had to be one of the most pathetic like pathetic boats to show up and try to kill you know a 30 foot great white with now why is that for everybody that doesn't know like what is that it's a lobster boat right no, that's not even a, a lobster boat would have been fine. I'm not sure what the hell that boat was. That was like some sort of, um, I don't know, 1962, 1958, some sort of sport fish type boat that they made out of wood. And um, I mean, consider, I mean, in 1958 or 62 or whatever the hell the thing was built, that's fine. But I mean, you're in Amity, New York, right? Yeah. The epicenter of the world, financial world. Right? You think he would at least come up with a decent Chris Craft. Like a Chris Craft was a badass sport fish back then. You could have got a Hatteras, you know? Yeah. Whole bunch of friggin' different down east style boats that guys were making that aren't even that like fancy or anything. But the Orca was a piece of crap. A piece of junk. And he kept it like a piece of crap. Yeah. Which is beyond me. 
beyond me. I mean, I made a living keeping people's boats ship-shaped nice, which is the gentleman-like thing to do. And even if you are using your boat all the time for catching dogfish or whatever the hell he was doing, you got to do a better job of that, and you got to step up. And if you're a real guy... Now, what I've heard, a lot of conspiracy theories around and stuff, but what I've heard was he bought the boat, Quint bought the boat, and it was originally named Warlock, and it did not have the flybridge on it. He added the flybridge and that, um, the crow's nest. Well, it definitely looked like he added the flybridge. Did you see the paneling that he did that shit with? It was pretty weak. It was pretty weak. It was like, it, wasn't, it was like paneling that, I don't know, what did you, where did you go back then to get paneling? Like now we got Home Depot. Lindsay Lumber. Lindsay Lumber, 84 Lumber. Um, I don't know where the hell he got it, but dude, that was just straight up wall paneling that he built the whole flybridge out of. And um, as you can see, it failed miserably during the fishing excursions. Miserably. The boat was not made for that. The boat was a piece of crap. And anybody in the sport fishing world has to hold themselves to a little bit higher standard. I mean, you're not talking, it's not that goddamn scallop boat, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is a sport fishing boat where you yeah. take people out where you had a fighting chair. And he had the good combo and everything. And he was talking the big game. And then he shows up with that thing? Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And can you imagine how it stunk in that thing? Mm. Yeah. Old wood. Friggin' diesel and earl everywhere. Fish chum, guts. Those stinking ass hats. You see them hats that homeboy was wearing? Yeah, the hats were pretty beat up. He's a pretty beat up dude. I know a lot of younger people and stuff. You see, I see them on Facebook and you get targeted ads and stuff. So you can buy a, like a, a scale model of the Orca. What do you mean a scale model? Like this, like the tarpon that's in front of us here. Like it's built to scale, but it's only, you know, 21 inches. Oh, okay. And it's like the little orca thing. And I'm like, what kind of loser kid would want his boat? Dude, it didn't survive the trip. Right. It sank. It sank. Like he should do the model of the boat that he should have used. Right. Or, <laughs> or Hooper's boat. Why didn't they take Hooper's boat? Well, probably the same reason Quint friggin... Was calling the shots. It looked like Hooper had like a 42 Express. I know it wasn't a 42. Back then, like a 34 and not an Express. That was full flybridge. Full flybridge. Yeah, he had like a Silverton or something. And um, I mean, I'm not necessarily going to brag about Hooper's boat, but it, it, at least it wasn't the friggin' Orca. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, like. And then the other guys in the marina, too, like, they had crappy boats, but they were, like, 20-footers. Like, nobody busted, nobody else in all of Amity busted out with a 38-foot piece of crap like that Piece thing. of junk. Right. Yeah. And stuff was breaking constantly during the trip. The thing was leaking. The boat just broke when the shark hit it. I mean, yeah. It was poking its nose through the side of it. Right. Do you know how many 1975 Chris Crafts are just sitting around yards with no engines in them, just the shell of them, because they built those things like brick shit houses, unlike the Orca. The Orca was built like, you know, I don't know, Alaskan swamp people or something. It was built and, like a shed, like two by fours. Right. <laughs> it was horrible. Horrible. And, and I like wooden boats. So ideally, if somebody came to you and was like, Jeff, we have a problem here. There's a 30-foot shark, great white and money is no object. Right. We can just start writing checks. 
kind of like they did in Smokey and the Bandit. Okay. Remember, he's like got to pick his car and everything. What boat would you, what would you start off with? In that day and age? Yeah, <laughs> seventy-five. Well, I think that I think the main thing is anytime you're talking about you know building a fishing boat or having a fishing boat, you can't skimp. No. I mean, you got to go out there. I mean, me personally, in nineteen seventy-five, I don't know, I'd have blown four hundred thousand. On building like a nice, you know, 38-footer. Same size as the Orca, but more like, you know, a Merritt or a Whitaker or a Buddy Davis or, you know, something with some class and something where it looked like, you know, you had to reach into your pocket and actually do something, and then you show up ready to win. You don't show up ready to lose like in the Orca. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He just he Quint's biggest problem was he over promised and under delivered. Like he thought he had something there in that room. Well, yeah, when you're talking to the city council and all the uh, residents of Amity there and they're scared and somebody's going to cough up a ten thousand dollar check. But Hooper was just they should have gone bigger. They should have gone through Hooper like Hooper. Who do you have? Who do you recommend to come get this thing instead of immediately telling Quint that they'd pay him the ten thousand and nobody got the ten thousand. Right. Nobody got the 10,000. And there's people, there's theories out there that they sunk the boat on its own, that the whole story about the shark tearing it up is a lie. It's like an insurance scam. That's like a rumor. So they raised the boat, it sank, and then without getting too far ahead, because we are going to do Jaws 2, not before the 4th of July, but we will do a full running commentary of Jaws 2. And if you remember, that thing sunk, and now there's divers are diving it, and it's kind of either possessed or haunted or whatever. Well, they raised it, and Hooper ended up with the boat really? at the university. Huh. At whatever the name of that university, Moorhead or whatever university he's at and they had the boat was there for a while and then they've lost track of it and didn't didn't he go to like woods hole yes that's the name of it right yes that's a famous like you know um you know ocean geographic uh university there right on the north shore of massachusetts yeah yeah but anyway they so they got the thing there and what as like a um to do um research on it but nobody's admitting anything. They're... Woods Hole denies having the boat and denies that Hooper even went there. It's kind of like the UFO thing. Kind of. And huh. they're like people that think that the boat's haunted and there's been a bunch of bad stuff that happened, like the divers getting attacked while they were photographing it in Jaws 2. Now, that's a curse. A curse. Yeah, that's a curse. Because anytime you do something that stupid, you get cursed. Yep. Like, you take a boat out like that, and you make that stupid decision, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to be cursed for the rest of your life. And everything that has to do with that boat's going to be cursed. You know, boats are funny like that. You know, people like, um, you know, they name it her, like it's a family member. Mm. But it's deeper than that because yeah. it gets passed on from generation to generation to generation. And I guarantee you, nobody even wanted the orca. Nobody. No, nobody. It's even, an eyesore. Right. We've got all those yards here in Fort Lauderdale kind of out there by... Ravenswood and all that, where there's just boats that have been up on blocks for 20 and 30 years. It kind of looks like the um, boat yards from Scooby-Doo. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
a lot of broken out portholes and stuff, and they've and none those things are nicer. Right, none than of orca. them are as bad as the orca. As the orca, a piece of junk. Yeah, well, I think the orca is a piece of junk. Um, I think I don't know. Either Quint was like severely underfunded, but like Quint, if he was really a captain, he would have known that his boat was, you know, inferior. Yeah. And he would have went out and found the right owner for the right boat to do the right job. Like, if I'm going to take a boat to Venezuela and back, and I show up with, like, the Orca, right? That's dumb. I show up with the 61 Spencer, right? We'll get the, we'll get the job done in 10 days. Now, do you buy into the whole theory that they needed a bigger boat? No. They needed a better boat. A better boat. Right. We could have we thumped Jaws in my 20-foot maritime skiff. Really? Yeah, heck yeah, we'd have thumped his ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, see, you saw how he was coming up and everything? Yeah. With his mouth open and all that? What the hell was the problem? Besides the boat and Quint and Hooper being a little bit of a punk and Brody being just green. Like, I'm, I've been thinking about it. I got all the respect in the world for Brody now more than anybody because he was just dead green. Right. You know, he did all right. He tried to listen to what they told him to do. He did his best. Right. And- you can't really blame him for much, and he ended up shooting the damn thing. Right. He, right. You know, it's uh, – so anyway, yeah, I've been thinking about that. I'm like, out of Hooper and Brody and uh, Quint, Quint's a moron with the worst boat that I've ever seen. Hooper, he tries, but he's some, I don't know, Yankee liberal from Woods Hole or something. You know, it'd be kind of like me getting on the boat with a quarterback or something. Like, it's mean? just not happening. Like, yeah, I mean – I played football for 20 years. My whole goal was to kill the quarterback or kill the receiver. Okay. So I'm not taking them shark fishing with me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, so Brody, you really gave it the best show. Gave it his best shot. He listened. Both of them were trying to pull him in different directions. He took a little bit from each one and kind of uh, did what he had to do to survive. Right. And unlike ignorant-ass Quint, who um, was rigid and not ready to compromise or do anything like that, Brody ended up living. Brody ended up living. Brody ended up shooting the, the uh, compressed air. The dive tank. And then when Hooper came back to the boat with his tail between his legs, Brody laughed at him. Yeah. So yeah. at that point... Even Brody knew subliminally that he was the guy. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, we could do the whole story backwards, and Quint shows up with a friggin' 38-foot Chris Craft, all macked out, and then got his ass whooped. It would have been a lot harder to swallow. But showing up with the Orca and totally failing like that is like, what the hell did you expect, man? Right. Anyway, I can't wait for the 4th of July. This is going to be like, huge. Well, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. First of all, I love watching Jaws. Second of all, I like doing podcasts. So to do Jaws and the podcast together and then and the comments on social media are going to be phenomenal. Yeah. So, you know, it's a big deal. Yep. So everybody get ready. 4th of July. It's a long day. So figure out which time you're going to do it or whatever. We'll be dropping the podcast. We'll be all over social media announcing when we drop it. 
And it is the full running commentary of Jaws with and he, Captain Jeff, the Lunker Dog. And think about it. It's only 10% of the day, approximately. Right? Two hours and four minutes is approximately 10 minutes or 10% of the day. Yeah. So it's an easy feat. And I look forward to it. Fourth of July. Jaws. Run that dog. Thanks for listening to the Real Guy Podcast.